if you don't do it, then some somebody is going to steal that idea and claim it as theirs. And everybody learns by failing. It doesn't mean that you're on the wrong track. Just keep going. Just keep being yourself. Be different. Be whatever. Because who knows? You might be the next pioneer for something. Because today, authentic authenticity is what matters and don't forget to have fun and if you can give something back to your community because what's the point of doing something that you don't love it's more fulfilling if you do something that you love hi millennials welcome to stories under 30 by global millennial podcast we will invite youth from all around the world to share their knowledge experience and their perspective to give you new insight and inspiration We will have an intimate interview with a curated guest speaker and highlight some interesting topics like education, business, art, politics, personal story, and many more. Directly hosted by me, Muflih Dwi Fikri, the CEO of Global Millennial Group. We will meet weekly, full in English, fun, substantial, and I hope we can accompany your productive time. Last but not least, we borderless. Hi millennials, uh, welcome back in Stories Under 30 by Global Millennial Podcast. So, our episode today is very interesting because we will talk about fashion designer and also illustrations. So, our guest speakers today, her name is Nadia Sari, but we can call it Nadia actually. She is the fashion designer and illustrator at It's Not Me underscore. So, in case you don't know it about about it's not me it is a plat a platform a store maybe yeah, a store that we experience childhood with a dust of adversity so it have various product actually like a phone case macbook case clothes and so on and so forth the design is very cute you you must check it it's very cute it's very colorful the thing is the thing is it is a useful design actually for kindergarten children you know kindergarten kindergarten of early elementary student but This is the interesting way. Miss Miss Nadia can make it, can package it, and can rebrand it, become adult friendly. I mean, if you if you're adult, if you're teenager, you use it, you will not look like you wearing a kids, you know, kids fashion, kids uh, clothes. But it is yeah, it is it is adult with a child touch. So yeah, it, uh, it's it's very difficult to describe it. You must check it directly to Instagram or her Tokopedia actually, and actually uh. The visions of this is not me is to make you have nostalgia with your childhood, especially for you the girls. Yeah, maybe I'm the boy will not really relate about it, but <laughs> girls is very close. Even even people call Kak Nadia as the girls boss. I say it in her Instagram. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, without further ado, let's welcoming Kak Nadia Sari. Hi, Kak Nad. How Hi everyone. I'm good. Thank you for asking. <laughs> okay. okay so oh when is the first time you really excited of you become interested to fashion designer um i was interested to being a fashion designer ever since i was a child mm-hmm. because my mom has always um i'm the first daughter in my family okay. by the way so she was really happy dressing me up and i remember when i was small she would tell me uh that uh when you get bigger uh just be a fashion designer because mm-hmm. you can take me to milan fashion week you can take me to paris for free and <laughs> okay. i don't know it's just stuck with me 
I remember, I remember in um, elementary school, I would dress, uh, people would dress as like a doctor, as like a vet, an astronaut or whatever. I would dress up as a fashion designer. She would curl my hair up and wear me a scarf. And she said, okay, yeah, you're a fashion designer. And it just stuck with me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is very interesting. Because when I was a child, I want to become astronaut. Right. Oh, really? And then, and then when I grow up, oh, I want to become independent. And then I grow up again, oh, I want to become pilot. And then I want to become diplomat. And then now I become yeah. independent again. So what is make you always consistent from you, you were a child until now, and then you make it real, become the designer? I just, I think I have a specific passion in fashion that I wanted to delve deeper and it never stopped. I grew up watching movies like Disney Channel and Chick Flicks with my mom and I was just so into uh, things like New York Fashion Week and stuff like that and that's why it never stopped. And my mom, she would always take me to stores to shop with her and stuff like that and I love shopping. That's why it didn't stop there. I I have I grew up to love fashion that way. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, I see. Okay. Now uh, now uh, let's move on to be more specific. Okay. A designer will have will have a lot of uh, variable, right? And then why the specifically you start it not me with that specific design. You're trying to uh you know rebrand the child design become adult friendly. So how it start? Mm, so it started off well, uh, starting my business. Yeah, how I start my business, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how like it all started. Or um, I remember I have always um, I favor in like cute things, and I don't think I don't see a lot of those here. Especially mm-hmm. uh, like if you want to buy something cute, then it's either very ch- uh, very. Ch- childish or there's no in between and I remember um, starting my business on my second year in college um, I major in fashion because mm-hmm. yeah that I what I told you and I was affordable things I never thought making one my own um, mm-hmm. until I have uh, this subject in my uni which is introduction to fashion and mm-hmm. the funny thing is I failed that class okay. I I failed that class because my teacher told me I couldn't draw, right? Okay. <laughs> like I have I have this specific characteristic about drawing something too childlike and too messy, too abstract for her, mm-hmm. which it was not up to her standards. But I but a lot of people told me that something that I draw is mm-hmm. there's a market for that. Some some like a lot of people are into those stuff. And then um, I want to share that characteristic since, you know, art is not only a form of realism. There's there's like Picasso, there's like Van Gogh. It's not only realism. And I feel like I want to share that with people since I like, um, I have a not a really specific inspiration, but I've always loved to reconnect with my childhood since. Um, okay, so I'm very open about my mental health issue uh, because I feel like if I draw uh, I usually draw when I wanted to escape my reality and it's very therapeutic to me and I feel like 
people don't realize that childhood is actually such an important phase. It is more than just a space between birth and attainment to adulthood, but mm-hmm. there's something mm-hmm. special there that I want uh, my audience to also feel that, you know, feel that childhood. And since uh, the the designs that I make, they're very organic. They're very personal to me. It's actually a story mm-hmm. about my personal story about my childhood. It's either mm-hmm. where I want to go to like for vacations or mm-hmm. my grandmother's, uh, my grandmother's cer- ceramic collections or mm-hmm. plants that mm-hmm. I used to plant in the garden with my mom. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So technically you don't have a specific fi- feature as your inspirations in your design so it just you no. uh, yeah it's it's me it's purely me yeah but you have an idol i believe everyone has an idol actually in their uh, film yeah i do um i have idols such as like uh illustrators from uh-huh. like outside the country but i have i have one here uh uh-huh. If you know Dinda Puspitasari, like I love her. Ayang Cempaka, she's actually like a very famous Indonesian illustrator. But yeah, she draws for um, Cotton Ink, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. She draws also for Trans Jakarta. She has like a lot of projects. I think she had like a couple of collaborations too with um, international skincare or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was my inspiration. I remember. I see. I see. That's called cool. looking up to her. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So, uh, I what is the specific value or maybe the message that you're trying to give uh, through your design? Like like you already said previously, you just want to bring your childhood. It's just it's just about you. Uh, you have you have a specific things, uh, maybe a hidden message behind behind your design. Um. Okay, so my design it basically symbolizes vibrancy, cheerfulness, fun, like uh-huh. happiness and carefreeness, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Something that I want to highlight and carry onto my brand, and as well as my vision and mission uh-huh. is to create a creative atmosphere where the audience could feel a form of expression in the products itself. So I wanna, uh, I wanna draw something that inspires people, and people can interpret that specific design in their own ways so yeah and then um changing i want to change people's perspective towards luxury mm-hmm. luxury as something that is made with passion and meaning uh the message that i want to deliver in my brand is mostly about yeah sharing my stories and character through something tangible because mm-hmm. i feel like everybody has their unique traits and mine happens to be this uh, i I want to do something that makes me happy and I want to be able to share that with other people. So everyone that wears that could also be happy just like when I make it. <laughs> okay, that's cool. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can say it uh, in your design actually. I, like everything is colorful. <laughs> everything is everything is full like of animation, illustrations. Uh, that was amazing. I mean, like if I have uh, a doctor later on, I will I will buy in it's not me of course. <laughs> oh my god, thank you so much. It's such a compliment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, but you know, in Indonesia we see uh, some creative job as some uh, some creative uh, felt like this like designer, not only designer actually but like musicians and then artists and so on and so forth is have a lot of underestimate 
from the people, especially mm-hmm. old generations. Yeah. So, so my I know what is your biggest struggle as young fashion designer? Yeah, I know you you get a lot of support from your mother, from your parents, but how about the others? I mean, like, uh, you know, like I mentioned previously, we have a lot of miss. Uh, I I underestimate from from the people. Mm. Yeah, what is your struggle? As a as a designer. Yeah, exactly. And okay, as a designer, I feel like the biggest struggle is actually creating the art alone because I feel okay as me as a designer, and I think I can call myself an entrepreneur. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. So exactly. Yeah, you are an entrepreneur. Yeah, okay. like. We we experience a lot of art block and we have no specific uh, deadline to start our to start or a specific inspiration and I feel like sometimes we just feel burn out mm-hmm. and we just stop there and to be honest like we're kind of experiencing art block that's why like when when I stop designing just everything stops you know and mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, that's that's the hardest part. creating the art and patterns alone and it's difficult yeah that's what i told you it's difficult to move forward if i don't start designing I see. Uh, yeah I see. I see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do, do you have dream like for example uh, you become the designer of victoria secret for example you will be in the system and then you will have that line something like that you you have to think about it or uh, you just want ah, i want to become independent i want to design by myself mm, i <laughs> I have no, I have, I don't know yet. No, <laughs> but I know, but, but I know is that I, okay. So this one time I interned for this company uh-huh. and I just feel like that life isn't just for me. And uh-huh. I wanted to start my own business because I like being my own boss, which is hard and easy at the same time. And, but I remember, oh, Wait, right now I'm doing freelance illustrating. So I okay. draw for brands. They come to me and they ask me to draw this. And they, and what I love about that is that people actually trust me on those stuff because they actually like what I make, mm-hmm. and they give me the freedom to express myself. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's, I think that's one of the benefits of being a freelance illustrator and working in my own time and working in my own style. <laughs> <laughs> which one is more comfortable for you become the entrepreneur but the thing is you cannot set the deadline uh there is uh no one that pressure you but of course yeah if you stop everything is stopped or become in the system i mean like become become that like a freelancer or maybe join a company which one is more you i feel like I feel like doing the business alone. Wait, I I haven't uh you know I haven't graduated from uni. Okay. So I think I still have so much to explore. Uh-huh. I also yeah. haven't graduated I... from university. Oh yeah. Yeah. What semester are you on? A uh, nine. Oh. This is my last year. Yeah. How much semesters do you have? I only have eight. Actually, eight. Actually, eight by. You know, I'm delayed for one semester because I get funding oh. from the from my university. I, I must I must delay my, uh, you know, my students because I uh, I need active student ID to make the funding. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, okay, <laughs> let's give it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so, so you want, you want to build the business actually. You you want to make it's not me bigger like like because it's more yeah. you. 
become the independent. Okay. So so what is what is what is your dream? What is your maybe uh your dream? I mean like oh it's not me one day will become like a Victoria's Secret, a global brand or something. What what is what is your big dream in your brand? My dream is that hopefully, if I can, if I have the chance to expand, I want to expand internationally. Of mm, course, that's everybody's dream, right? <laughs> and then, yeah, I just want to build a brand that have like a very strong community, and I want, I think, I want to uh, accentuate my brand uh, to more of like an exclusive family. Yeah, I think I, I would, I would really love that. I wanna, I wanna. My craziest dream is to have offline stores here and outside the country. Yeah, uh, I, and I want to be able to collaborate with like designers maybe in the future. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. I really well you done. Can. Of course you can. Of course you can. You will. You will. You will have it. Okay. So. Um, Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It, it, it's about you. It's about the. It's not me. But what do you think about the fashion industry itself? Especially, we talk first about fashion industry in Indonesia. Uh, do you think if the fashion industry in Indonesia is good enough, uh, or it still have needs some improvement, or what do you think? Honestly, my take on the fashion industry in Indonesia. Uh, It's absolutely thriving. It's everything is amazing. I feel like mm-hmm. that local brands today they have mm-hmm. such crazy ideas. You can find almost every everything, almost every single aesthetic, and you can get the best quality. Since mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you know people constantly like innovate and stuff. Um, it is because people now that they are more being smart and critical mm-hmm. in what they purchase, exactly. and uh, people are more aware of what's going on in the environment, and more people are purchasing from brands that apply sustainably, uh, sustainable practices, and yeah, the fashion industry in Indonesia is going crazy. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I must agree with that, especially for the local brand. Yeah, currently it's very cool. The local yeah. brand. I mean, like previously, uh, people want. Oh, I want to buy something. I must buy import product. I want to buy Nike, Adidas, yeah. and so on and so on. But now we're looking for the local brand. It's very amazing. Uh, yeah, but they have everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but what is what is your wish or maybe uh, your dream to the future of fashion industry? Especially Indonesia, lah, yeah. Or maybe, or the fashion industry in Indonesia should be like US, for example, have A, B, C, D, E, or what you wish. I just hope that for the fashion industry is I wish brands to have more creative spirit and innovate. Uh, let alone create something authentic. Uh, brands that have because I feel that brands that have distinctive authenticity. Uh, have always successfully captured my attention uh, because they offer the public something original, right? Mm-hmm. And like something organic, mm-hmm. an organic story because mm-hmm. for their right, and their history. And we held it close to our hearts because people crave uh, the feeling of being part of a community. And I also wish for brands to be more, especially more eco-conscious since fashion is one of the biggest and biggest polluted industry mm-hmm. and uh, yeah i i wish that more brands would be more eco-conscious in their production applying sustainable sustainability practices in their production uh, mm-hmm. such as like shifting into fabrics um, i don't mm-hmm. know if you heard about asia pacific rayon they're mm-hmm. amazing 
And then, yeah, and I feel like uh, since labor, okay. when labor is going crazy, and I want and put their worker on decent work, paying them in the right uh, amount of money. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so let's just hope that brands don't be more harmful to the environment. And yeah, hopefully a lot of brands are getting more recognition from internationally. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Mm. Okay. Interesting. You're talking about the sustainable, sustainable fashions, right? So my question is: uh, Is mm-hmm. you already also uh, adapt the sustainable fashion itself, especially for your brand? Uh, for my brand or just me in general? Uh, it can <laughs> as be a both. consumer. It can be both. It can be both from you and also your brand. Okay, I think this is something that I want to put out there. Is just that um, okay? So don't get me wrong, because I still shop in like fast fashion brands, <laughs> okay. and I feel like it is better to learn now than never, right? Yeah. Uh, because I feel like most people shop at fast fashion brands because it is an alternative that is affordable to everyone, right? Because um, thankfully that now that brands are more full, they're slow fashion and sustainable. Uh, I feel like it is not where you shop, but it is more. Uh, if you know that the product that you're buying is, uh, you are sure that you're going to wear it for like a few years from now, and then something that is necessary, like staple wears or something that you can add up to your uh, capsule wardrobe, then it is fine. I feel like the mindset about uh following along with trends constantly that is something then again i have uh having access to sustainable resources now it's very very difficult and it tends to be more sustainable sources uh, than my take in sustainable fashion right now is that's it hello sorry Mm -hmm. if yeah 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 okay hello Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I can get it. Okay. So, Sorry. Did you put us put us? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, my Double take on again. sustainable. Yeah, okay. Sustainable, yeah. Okay. Yeah. My take on sustainable uh, fashion is uh, paying workers in minimum and fair wage using eco friendly fabrics. I use eco friendly yeah. friendly fabrics. Um, and I produce in very minimum amount. Mm-hmm. so they so there won't be filling up landfills right and yeah so i just hope that in the future i can be more eco-conscious in my production process i think yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. This, is, this is an interesting topic actually so you are you are an entrepreneur that you want to have uh, a big uh, brand fashion right brand clothing so the thing is sustainable sustainable fashion is not sustainable business actually uh until yeah. uh, i think i think uh, i will not uh, i will not say that just uh, sustainable fashion will be good for the brand itself or for the company itself why because it will take a lot of costs you produce yeah. into small and then you're trying to pay your uh employee Worker. with a high salary uh-huh. Like, yeah. yeah and then and then you ask the people okay don't don't buy clothes too much and so on and so on but the thing is you need money for the production for the operational so what do you True. think about that <laughs> right i think i think that 
people now they're being more they appreciate like stuff mm. you know there there are people that actually understand the stuff that they're mm. willing to buy uh, stuff like this and that's why that's what i said um it's it's not about where you shop but it's about how you shop but i feel like if you if you shop for, for from sustainable and ethical brands that, that mm. then that's good for you but if you if you're looking for more affordable affordable alternatives then it's mm. also fine but at least don't um in over consumption you know i think that's that's what's going on in indonesia that people over consume things and then yeah then it just loads up like uh waste and everything uh i think just shop smart you know just <laughs> shop smart consider everything consider consider what you're buying uh if you can see that they're um they can last for long then do that just do anything that you think it's the right thing <laughs> think it through <laughs> before you shop something okay. yeah yes cool. that was amazing yeah due to time we we go to our last questions actually miss nadia so uh, we know a lot of a lot of uh, people a lot of you that do want to become the fashion designer especially Uh, especially Indonesia, yeah. Like I mentioned previously, we have a lot of misunderstanding, a lot of people underestimate, and so on and so forth. So maybe can you please give a motivation or maybe the message for the people, for the youth that want to become the next, the future fashion designer? Okay, my message for the people that wants to be the future fashion designer is to just do it before someone steals your opportunity because I feel like there is a market for everything but if we're speaking in reality you have to analyze what's the market interest first then you can start translating it into your own because every idea every idea that you have it belongs to you see people buy my stuff because they like something authentic they they like they like my characteristic and um I feel like yeah every idea you have that it belongs to you because If you don't do it, then some somebody is going to steal that idea and claim it as theirs. And everybody learns by failing. It doesn't mean that you're on the wrong track. Just keep going. Just keep being yourself. Be different. Be whatever. Because who knows? You might be the next pioneer for something. Because today, authenticity is what matters. And don't forget to have fun. And if you can, give something back to your community because what's the point of doing something that you don't love? It's more fulfilling if you do something that you love. Yeah. Exactly. That's my message. <laughs> what you love, love what you do. That's exactly. Okay. Yes. Uh, thank you, Miss Nadia, for coming uh, in our podcast. Thank you for uh, spread the very positive vibes to sum up our conversations today, guys. So, In the last questions that I give to uh, Miss Nadia, there's two things that I would like to have. Like, first, you can you can become the fashion designer. You can catch your dream, no matter people uh, underestimate you and so on and so forth. But the thing is, don't be a very idealist. You must also understand the reality, understand the yeah, market. True. And then the second one. This is not only for fashion designer. I believe this is for all of the people. Be authentic. Be yourself. Yes. make yourself unique in everything i mean like if you want to become entrepreneur make sure that your product is authentic it's have the uniqueness yeah. if you become the football player make your play make your how you play the football is authentic like for example the, like the ronaldo the messi so become the best in the world is is only oh, one kid it is authentic 
That's yeah. That's the best point that I I get uh, today from our conversation. So once again, thank you so much, Miss Nadia. <laughs> thank you so nice much. Thank you so much. It's such you. an honor. It's such an honor to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah, me too. It's also be an honor for me to to have interview with you, uh, Miss Nadia. One once again, uh, thank thank you so much, and I hope we can meet in another opportunity. And Amen. yeah, to. Yeah, to all the millennials, don't forget uh, to always check our podcast in every Saturday with a very interesting uh, quest speakers. See you, everyone. Bye. Bye. So, can I just leave? <laughs>